Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Brad. And the one you can't see today is not John, actually. No. It's Nate. I don't know where John hey. is. Tell the people what's up, Nate. What's up, everybody? I'm I behind swear, the camera. It's, it's summertime. I don't, I don't even think John's working right now. I think John's just taking, I don't know where he is. I think he said he was going to Best Buy. Oh, mm. yeah. He's shopping. On, During work. On the hours. clock. Yeah. I wonder what that Best Buy. No, he said he had to pick up like a cable. He's filming something later today. He needed something for something. I don't know. Nerd talk. The, he needed the VS T46. All these cables we got around here. <laughs> Literally didn't have the cable we needed. <laughs> oh, that's true. Though. Probably got a box of them somewhere. Yeah. Like, uh, did your mom used to have the box like in the drawer up in a closet somewhere that had like all the old phone chargers and RCA cables and all that stuff? Did y'all have that? No. Really? We had like a junk. I feel drawer. Like your mom would be the type of person to have that. We had like a junk drawer, but. Oh, my mom had a box. And had like every extra cable we ever had in the history of ever. Nate, you're nodding your head, yeah. No, yeah, and chargers, mm-hmm. charger, uh, yeah. USB ports, yeah, all that. Yeah, that, all was, all that, that wasn't a thing when we were kids. Yeah, for us, it was most like the red, yellow, white RCA cables, yeah, that nah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like the stuff. Not well, no HDMI cables back then. HDM ones. That sure wasn't. <laughs> that so. sure wasn't. Sure was not. We had a junk drawer. Yeah. Oh, dude, junk drawers. Oh, I still have one, like the miscellaneous. My wife has three. A miscellaneous drawer with, you know, three junk drawers. Miscellaneous stuff in there. Golly, it's good yeah. to have. Well, yeah, you just need to put some. I support the junk drawer because I hate to have crap on my countertops. Oh, yeah. Like the, one of the first things I do yeah. most days is walk through in the morning and take everything off the countertop and put it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even where it needs to be, just not yeah, there. Not there. That's that, you know. I feel so, that. In all out fairness, of, I'm not sight, the cleanest person. Just don't want to, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It's, I just don't want it on my countertop. I feel like the countertop is like the, especially in my house. You guys have been in my house. If that if there's crap all over that counter, you feel like it's right in the middle of the kitchen living room area. Like, I see that. Yeah. So it's like, no, I don't. I want that clean. It's unfortunate that others within our organization don't feel our <laughs> disdain for stuff being left on countertops. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just saying. I'm laughing because I walked through there yesterday and was like, <laughs> So. Yeah. Yeah. People I start, know exactly where you're talking about, what you're people talking start, about, and who People you're will start about. getting locked out soon, and they're going to be mad. Yeah. Hey. It's what it Put is. locks on all the cabinets. Oh, yeah. Just locking doors. Locking doors. I'm going to order should. keypad locks on all Started this locking the I would actually door, be totally so. cool putting a keypad lock on that particular door. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You know, what we're saying is like. <laughs> we've just had multiple conversations. I've been in this building for 15 minutes, and we've already had. This is the second or third conversation we've had about, about that room. Yeah, about Since that room in particular. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is um, stuff comes up missing a lot, you know. Yeah. Supplies and all this. It's just, um, 
Somehow people just uh, think it's a free for all. If you're listening and it's you, then we know it. We know it's you. We know it's so you. It's yeah. just uh, we are t- we're talking about you. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's not a free for all. So let me order one of those. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Better plan ahead. <laughs> Better plan ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Better plan ahead. That's all I know. Putting Anyways, everything. Anyways, this past Sunday. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, we needed a minute. We had to get that off our chest. It felt really. You feel good. better now? Uh, no, <laughs> I feel better in the moment. You'll feel better when it's dealt with, finished. Hey, I'm known to throw stuff away. I, me too. Uh, you know, remember when I threw Eli's shoes away? Yeah, he was so mad. He was so mad, dude. Those were the nastiest <laughs> shoes I've ever seen in my life. He was so. Those mad. are the original shoes from the Sandlot, like. And he was like, he acted like I just threw away some like off whites or something. Like, it, they needed to go. Well, and in our defense, I had, he had been warned. Not only had been warned, this is when we were on W Street, and everyone was in an it was open Annex. office area, so, so all their desks were just out together. Oh wow! Which is also the same room that we did everything else in our church in. Yeah, like twenty one days of prayer was in that like, room. It was like a multi purpose room, not his ratty office. <laughs> And he just left his crap out like it was just there. He's going to listen and edit this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he had left his shoes and his clothes out. He went to the gym. They were like his gym clothes. Yeah, but it was like day three or something. They were out. Yeah. It was, so it's like, hey, got yeah. to go. In all fairness, I threw other people's shoes away, too. It wasn't just his. I, I th- if, if you ever left something at the church, uh, especially if you serve on a team, and then you wonder what happened to it garbage. They probably got threw away. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We used to have a lost and found, and that box got so full. Yeah. And then we got a bigger one, and it got full. And you know got how one, I like, know? People this. ask, should we have a lost and found? You know how I know we don't need one? Because I've thrown away a numerous lot of stuff. tumblers and yetis and stuff, and not one person has asked where their stuff is. Yeah, I have taken home numerous yeti cups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no one has asked for them. Lesson yet. of the day, if you bring that to church, take it home with you. Please. Not because we don't love you. We don't even know who you Man, are. Man, it feels like we're just getting on people today. To see, you know, hey, I get it. It's a moment for housekeeping. People bring their coffee from the house, and then they come in, though, and then they put it on, like, a window seal or something in the church, and then it just gets left. Like, yeah. what are we supposed to do with that? People are listening to this podcast from, like, Virginia, and they're like, yeah. I don't. I mean, do they, <laughs> I mean, do, is, the question I have is, are we, the few of us on staff, really expected to Gather all those left behind belongings, wash them out, put them in a box, and hope you call and ask where your cup is? Come on. If that's the expectation, that's quite an expectation. No, it's not. (sighs) Man, this is nice. Getting all this off. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting, gotta say this out loud. Yeah, Yeah. man. But, I mean, I mean, a lot of people complain about it. Do you ever leave cups around? I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand how like, I, I, Nate's, you don't leave cups. I, I, and let's talk about cups, not just at our church. How come everyone everywhere now carries a, a <laughs> cup around? When did I, that become a thing? I don't know because I've tried to and I just, I yeah, just can't no, do it. I you, do leave them somewhere and I quit doing it because I leave them somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to put it down because it's a 40 ounce jug. <laughs> you Big know? Gulps, huh? Yeah, like, uh, all right then. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody carries a jug around now, everywhere. 
I think am like I wrong? A jug of water. Yeah, I think as the the culture nowadays is like healthy, so like a lot of people, it's like cheaper to do that and buy gallons of water and refill it. So that's why people have been doing it. But I know, but it's just like people. It's it's just everywhere. Like God, you're thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're going from your house to your office. Like, do you need to carry thirty (laughs) six ounces of water with you? It's one thing that like I have a cup here. But I leave it here, and I fill it up while I'm here. Right. I don't need right. water in the 10 minutes it takes for me to get home from my office. <laughs> I don't need 40 ounces of water <laughs> in that little window. I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when did that become a thing? Oh, man. I love this. That's good. Everybody's this. carrying around a jug. <laughs> I don't get it. We need to just start a portion of this podcast. It's just called Justin's Rants. That's good. Oh, I and think that would like, be great. Yeah. I mean, y'all know what I'm saying, though. You no, know, no. You, I mean, you're Absolutely. right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. My wife is one of those cup owners. She has a cup with her everywhere she goes. It's 32-ounce Starbucks cup thing. I told y'all about it. Like yeah, collector's cups thing. I'm just, do they really take them from, like, place to place? Ashley takes that cup everywhere, but... I agree with you. I think, it's but my guess nice. is she's lost one or two over the over the course of I couldn't taking it everywhere. I couldn't tell you. I kind of stay out of that. Yeah, it's, it's not, just not bound the world to happen. I live in. You know, it's just um, it's like everyone all of a sudden is like worried they're gonna like die of thirst in traffic or something. It's like you're you're fine. Like you know, certain enneagram types are worse about it than others. Like fives and stuff. Maybe. <laughs> my wife is a five. I mean, it's like Dwight. You know, the, when he had the camel, the camel, the camel bag, like, if you need water that bad, you know, you're going to carry it around. Like, I just don't, uh, I just don't get it. I mean, I like water like the next guy. I try to drink a lot of water, but I have water at home and I have water here. I don't need a jug <laughs> going with me everywhere I go. That's just me, though. Hey, listen, I, what do I, I know? Yeah. You know, what do what I know? Do, what do we know? I, I just noticed it's gotten out of hand. <laughs> I feel like someone should address it. Yeah. So you took this opportunity. Well, it's like, think about it. It has not always been the case. It's like one no. day Yetis come around, and then everyone was all of a sudden okay with spending $35 on a cup. <laughs> and then now there's Status like. symbol. Yeah, now then, then there's uh, the Starbucks knockoffs. Cups. And Starbucks then, cups, too. And yeah, and, then, and now you go into Target. They got a whole section of, like, Water bottles and tumblers and built-in straws and lids. It's like, geez. I know Ashley walked in the house the other day with a cup, and it's a cup. It's, like, kind of insulated, and it has this thing that goes on top of the cup, and the straw for the cup comes through the top thing, and it holds your food. So you have your yep, food I saw in that. it. <laughs> sits on top of you. No one's using that for that. <laughs> She did say it was an impulse buy, I think. Absolutely. Of course it's an oh, impulse buy. Well, she's always a person that's like, she likes that little, like, See, to them, Yeah, but like, to them it's cute. Like, to, yeah, to, now, I say to them, to, me, to it's, women. To, it's and one more thing on my counter now. That right, I but that's like, they're like, it doesn't oh. fit into a stinking cup. Like we've all been shopping with people, and they're like, oh, that's cute. I, well, I don't know what that means. It's a cup. It's not cute. <laughs> but it's 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 like, that's novelty, you know? I feel, you know, I feel like the beginning of this podcast is like that scene from Modern Family where they insulted everybody in like a two minute time frame. Did you ever see that? No, no, (laughs) no. No. It was the uh, it was the two guys in the relationship, and then 
um, what's his name? I've wife. never actually watched that show. It's I don't watch I don't watch it like consistently, but I've seen I understand like who the people are in the show. And then what's his name's wife? Who is the um, uh, she's some form of like Latin, so she's in it. And then like the kid, and she, she's just like complaining about something. And every time they said something out loud. Um, that group of people happened to be walking by. And it's like, I just don't want them to be like old white people. And old white people were walking by. And they're like, we're sorry. They're like, most of our friends are white. And then about that time, like there was a black couple walking by. And he's like, okay, let's just calm down here. <laughs> and it was like, oh, and then the little girl who was like four is like, I'm gay. And the father of the little girl who is gay was like, you're not gay. You're just confused. Like, trying, and about the time a lesbian couple was walking by, and he was like, "We have plenty of gay friends." Well, then the gay guy's husband was sitting next to him, and was like, "Yeah, like us." Like, it was just, it was like every it, they offended every person, people group in like literally two minutes. I love that. It was a great piece of writing. I tell you that shows with good writers, man. I, yeah. Uh, man. Not that I'm saying Modern Family is a great show to go watch. Not against it. Not for it. Just happen to see it on Instagram. Yeah. So. Well, if you're still with us. And your life feels heavy. Let's talk about something. <laughs> the doll life. Oh, the doll life. When you life. say doll, it sounds like doll. That's what I've been told the when I life. did uh, the announcements. announcements. It sounded like doll, like the doll life. Say it. Doll. Uh, <laughs> doll. Now you're like self-conscious. Doll. Doll. Are you saying doll or doll? Doll. <laughs> doll. Yeah, yeah. Doll. You have to like say it doll, doll. intentionally. Doll. There you go. It's like a... Uh, what, what, uh, oh, when you say boxes, boxes, well, yeah, I feel like you're saying it right now. Boxes. When you say it unconsciously, you say box, like boxes, you oh, say really? it like with a Northeastern accent. No yeah. way. Yeah. What? That's yeah. Crazy. Whenever you do like transition and stuff, you like, you can put it in the, the box, the boxes on the way out. No way. Yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah. Tighten I up. Never... It's not something, to, it's nothing, anything to correct. So I'd never brought yeah. it to your attention, but I got a lot of family that talks like that. That's how you talk. That's how you talk, I guess. When you when you've lost your car keys and your khakis at the same time. Yeah. I'm khakis. <laughs> That's like Bostonish. Yeah. Khakis. Boston. Khakis. I've never been to Boston. I'd like to go. Me too. I think I would like the Northeast a lot. Yeah. You know. I could see you as a northeasterner. Yeah, like yeah. a New Yorker. Yeah, you give me New York City vibes for sure. Oh yeah. Put you yeah. in a suit. I've never been to New York though, but I want to go. You've never been to New York? Never. Mm. Wow. I know. I want to. I want to go. There's a direct flight out of Pensacola into Newark. There's a direct that's flight like, out of Pensacola I'm, into Laguardia. I was gonna say there might be one in Laguardia. Yeah, that's Ashton. Them just took it the other day. What airline? Southwest, maybe. That's good. I could be wrong on that. Could be. I don't know. Laguardia. Laguardia. No, I'd like to go for a few days. That'd be cool. Oh, man. I'll take you one day. I've never been. I like that kind of stuff. Take you. Me and you. Eat some uh, pizza. Some some pizza. I want to go to. I like I like watching you know Dave Portnoy on the pizza reviews. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, I've seen those. Go hit some. Uh, he's only he's only given like four places above a nine, and um, once his favorite is John's a bleak John's on Bleecker, Bleecker Street. There's a place called John's. Yeah, it's like he, he gave like a nine point four or something. Ooh, I need to go there. Check that out. <laughs> go to Juniors. Get some cheesecake. Cats is uh Cats is Deli. Oh yeah, you better get in line. Then. Yeah, but you know it's that's one of those. It's an experience. It's one of those uh you do it while you're there when you're there. Yeah. Right on. Anyways, let's get to it. What did we talk about? Wait, I'm life. on the wrong. 
I'm on the wrong notes. Yeah, you probably are. When you said heavy. I was like, I don't think that's right. No, I'm in the wrong notes. Tired. Huh? Your life feels tired. <sighs> that's what we were. Well, I don't know that I have these, so we'll just go with it. We'll just go with it. I can. You have them. My life. Oh, where did that go? So, I mean, the dull life is, I think we talked before, with uh, with this being tired, this whole message, I just really don't, it doesn't click with me, this whole series. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, it's good. Like, the messages are good. But, like, those aren't, the topics you're hitting aren't things I'm, I'm deal dealing with. with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know yeah, if that's I, good or bad. Truth be told, honestly, it's not really something I deal with much like i don't like the tired or the heavy or whatever like i don't i just fortunately by the grace of god not not it's not the season of life that i'm currently yeah but i do think it's important because has been a season before but it's not well as you're talking through some of this like i totally understand that people are in this space so i I get it like i get that it's necessary yeah you know so uh i mean Mm -hmm. you talked about feeling tired whole Mm -hmm. lot of scripture or at least john Eight John fifteen, yeah, we were talking. So, because we kind of started by talking about like, for anything to have life, you know, it needs light, it needs a proper environment to grow, and the last thing we talked about was it needs air, right? Um, like the light we were talking about Christ, and we were identifying how Jesus is, you know, the source of light. We were talking about it. We talked about environment for a second, which some people said that was really helpful. We were just talking about like, you got to yeah. put yourself in the right environment to grow. That is good. Um. And um, you know, we talked about the Joshua Bell experiment, which is really cool. It was a, something I've been kind of holding on to for a while. I knew I was going to use it in a sermon at some point. Um, but, you know, he, dude plays for some symphony orchestra somewhere, plays violin. Anyways, played, like, at the, played at a symphony. Thousands of people gets paid buku money to play his violin. Goes and plays the exact same thing on a, in a subway in a train station. And... You know, I think only two people will even acknowledge that he was doing it, like that he was there, you know, <laughs> right. just walking past him. One lady did actually come up to him. She's like, you just played two nights ago at the whatever. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, that was beautiful. Like, so there was one person that recognized him. It's like, but I mean, the vast majority, 99% of the people just walked right past him. Like, and it's like, it's just another world performer. Music. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We have a world renowned musician, musician right here in front of us. And like, you don't even see it. And we were talking about on Sundays, like the difference between the two wasn't the talent, wasn't the music, wasn't any of that. It was just the environment. The environment was like what dictated whether or not people acknowledged the greatness that was standing right in front of them. And for many people, um, <clears throat> they're not becoming great or they don't feel great. And it's like that might have a lot more to do with your environment than it does what you're doing or not doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. So we talked about on Sunday. Um so that's why me and Justin try to build an environment for each other to feel great. Even if you didn't make me feel that way, I still am. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, environment is important. I mean, you know, even even having people around you that you know at least believe in you or want you to be, you know want the best for you and those type of things. Yeah, definitely. That's why it's like the idea of community or. Tr- a tribe, quote unquote, you know, there's a way people say that these days, I guess, but yeah, all yeah. that's important. Yeah, connected to that, super important. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about that, and then we got to the bulk of what Sunday was about, which was 
breath, which is air. And it it's, was a message acknowledging like the Holy Spirit's role in our lives and it's how important he is. And, you know, again, we acknowledge, which I think for us as a church right now is super important because like um, we have people coming from different denominational backgrounds. Yeah. And it's not to say that our our brothers and sisters who come from, you know, dominantly Baptist or Methodist, whatever backgrounds or um, Lutheran or whatever, it's not to say that they don't believe in the Holy Spirit, but it's, you know, there are a number of denominations where it's less communicated. Uh, the message is less communicated and he, the Holy Spirit is less, um, it's definitely not discussed and acknowledged yeah. than it is in other churches. And, uh, so I think it's just good to constantly talk about who the Holy Spirit is, um, who he is, who he is for us, you know, and what he does for us and why it's important to have him. And, um, you know, kind of acknowledging that on Sunday was, was a big thing. So we talked about the three things that the Holy Spirit is for us. He's a number of things, but we talked about three particular things, um, kind of hit on those. So first one, Justin, you got it there. He's your helper. Boom. Your helper. And, uh, Talk about how he's uh, he's the one that convicts, but he's also the one that comforts. And you know, we've all had, we've all had the little like you know the cartoons, oh, yeah. devil on one shoulder, angel on the other type thing. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and the reality is, it's like there's not an angel on your shoulder, but there's for believers, there's a Holy Spirit inside of you that's convicting you. And hey, like, we don't we don't need to be here. We don't need to be doing this. You need, like you know, like, right? That type of thing. So yeah. Um, is so the helper number two? We talked about him being our helper number two. We talked about him being our source. Yep. Um, you know, and um, that's where you use the uh, bucket. Use the old bucket analogy. Mm, that was good. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get out of it, Nate? That we need to continuously be pouring into ourselves because the bucket continuously leaks That's right talking about how our life is a bucket with a hole in the bottom of it holy spirit pours in we need to constantly be going back to the source letting the holy spirit constantly pour in because there is a hole like you know the holy spirit right um it's not that he's holy <laughs> uh, the, mm. our yeah. lives leak the Holy Spirit out like he's because you're a sinner we're we're, sinners. we are sinners we have we are sinful people so um yeah the Holy Spirit's constantly leaking out so we have to constantly put him back in and we talked about it, like we did we mentioned it and some of the guys in our group Sunday night that came over from my small group in my house we were talking about it and they're like man I'm so guilty of like I have an experience with God you know and it's the Holy Spirit that's with me in that moment I have this powerful experience and two weeks later it's like man why do I feel so empty or you know, tired or just feel far from God. And it's like, man, I was just banking on what happened two weeks ago. It's like, I haven't continually put myself in a position to be filled. Yeah, and, that's good. You know, and going back to the Holy Spirit, it's like, man, it's just weird. I, I, when I was a student pastor, I used to call them like Tarzan Christians, you know? So like they're at the top, they're on top and they had a great moment with God, you know, like youth conference or whatever. And then they swing on the vines. Like, man, they go low until the next conference and there they are on top of the trees again. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. or the next, I think, whatever. You, I think you really see that too. And you know, more of that charismatic space. Definitely. In the charismatic know? space. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a big, that's, that's interesting. You brought that up. I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, I think that's the downfall to the charismatic world 
is it's so emotionally charged that when you're not in a season where the emotions are heightened, you feel like you're yeah. far from God. Mm. Or having cried lately, having or wow. experiential. Right, right, experiential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I just think that can be a little dangerous. You know, that's why there's a balance, you know, with that. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so experientially, experientially, yeah. Or yeah. understanding that the Holy Spirit is with you even outside of those big moments like that, you know, like we, those type yeah. of, those type of moments where, you know, it's yeah. a lot going on. That doesn't mean that's the only time that the Holy Spirit is around. Well, and I think it's even, so not to get too like weird on the podcast, but I think it's, it, the analogy works and I think it's worth discussing, right? It's like the moments that most of us love with the Holy Spirit those are generally like pretty intimate, powerful moments between <clears throat> us and God where like there's definitely something special happening, right? And I equate that to like being married. You know what I'm saying? Like my relationship with my wife is far more than just our intimate world, right? It's yeah. like those moments are great, but it's like if we don't have conversations on various weekdays after work and eat dinner together and, and all of the like consistent, less eventful for the lack of better term. You know what I mean? Like the things, if if we're not doing all the things that are like just building the relationship and keeping us in a healthy space, all the stuff that's just day in and day out, healthy relationship building, then those moments don't come or when they do show up in our lives, they're not, you know what I mean? They don't mean the same thing that they would otherwise. Like those intimate moments aren't the same way. And I think for, us as believers, I think our relationship with the Holy Spirit, not to sound like sacrilegious or weird, but I think it's very similar. It's like, we, we all just want those experiences. It's like, yeah, cool. But like, don't you realize that the Holy Spirit is relational? Like God is relational. The Holy Spirit is relational. It's like, if we're not talking to him continually, like each day and, and walking with him, acknowledging that he's here. Like if we're not taking his presence serious outside of those moments, then those types of moments are going to be fewer and far in bet- further in between, right? So yeah. um, it's recognizing our connection to to him. Like if we want to have those deep, powerful moments, then we need to also recognize what that relationship building process looks like outside of those moments. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, definitely. Nice. Definitely good. And we talked about Galatians 5, man. Like, you know, like I think Galatians 5 is like a good litmus test on how close we are with the Holy Spirit, you know, because the fruit of the Spirit. So the evidence that you've been with the Holy Spirit or that the Holy Spirit is inside of you is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, forbearance, like that whole list. So it's like if you're running low on a lot of these, it's your litmus test. You know what I mean? Like you're... Like, you know, if you're constantly running out of peace, you're constantly low on joy, your kindness, your gentleness, self-control, your character. Mm. Like, if oh. you're if you're low on everything, yeah, that's good. you haven't been with God. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't mean that your will, it's not about willpower and all those things. It's just like you, you're, you know, the Holy Spirit's running low. Your bucket's empty. Absolutely. Get that filled back up. Right, Nate? Yeah. It's like fill uh, the bucket. Fill the bucket. You say yes every day. You don't just live off the yes that you said a year ago, right? Yeah. Because when you say yes every day, we have to die to ourselves every day. And apart from the verse, I'm the vine, you're the branch, apart from me, for you, 
apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. So we're supposed to say yes to the call of God every day. And a part of that yes is to be in prayer and have that relationship and read the word yeah. and be filled back up as you pour out. Right. So, yeah. um, that's how I kind of equate it to on that way yeah. as well. So, but yeah, fill the bucket. Fill the bucket. Fill the bucket. Hashtag. Hashtag. Fill the bucket. Hashtag fill the bucket and don't leave stuff on our counter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. Uh, yeah. And then number three, we talked about he's our breath. He's our breath. And uh, we had started the sermon talking in about the doldrums. Um, and the doldrums place between northern and southern equator where that wind doesn't blow. A lot of people die there because before engines and motors where they could move through the water with the engine. They, were, they required wind in their sails to keep them moving. Get stuck. Get stuck. Did and it say, like, where a doldrum was? It's along the equator line. Oh, you did say that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I guess you'd have to get good at knowing where the currents are. If there's no wind, you at least need to be in a current. Right. I would think. But what if there was no map? Like, at the beginning, there's no map on where those currents were. You had to create the map. The sermon in there somewhere. And then how'd you know where you were to even start? That's right. But yeah, the doldrums are pretty serious. <laughs> yes, doldrums are pretty serious. So yeah, so the breath, and we talked about, in, you know, the Holy Spirit breathing uh, life into us, breathing wind in our sails. And a lot, and we, we were talking about just being tired, and most of us are tired. Um, and, and again, we were piggybacking off of a lot of the other sermons throughout the series. This is like the wrap-up where it's like, a lot of us are tired, but it's not because we're tired because we've been doing too much. You know, uh, I kind of go back to the, like, our life feels heavy where it's like, we've been, we were doing a lot of what we're being asked to do right now is actually pretty normal. Like we're just, you know, like COVID's around, but it's not as bad as it, you know what I mean? Like most of our life has gotten back to normal yet. We still feel some kind of way. We're Tie, more tired than usual, more whatever than usual, and it's that like, is man, true. what is what is the difference? And I think I still get tired. Yeah, right. this man be sleepwalking, sleep talking, sleep turning his alarm off, sleep everything. It's true. You got a whole smart house, and it still can't wake him up. <laughs> bro, listen to this. I got a uh, I got a new th- smart thermostat months back. It's even got an alarm in it that goes off. At the thermostat that you I have to get, get up, up and, go. and go turn it out. But you still somehow. Sometimes end up back in, I don't, I don't have I recollection. I think you got a stranger living in your house you don't know about. They just be walking around turning your alarms off. And <sighs> you know, I, I did one time. I, I, uh, you ever think like, man, where's someone's been in my house? Yeah. You know, I remember it's been a, a, probably a couple of years ago, but I came home one day and I have a bathroom. When you walk in my door. My front door is like the kitchen's there. And then if you go into like the dining room, then there's like a little half bathroom. And I walked in and put my, my stuff down and I went into the bathroom and there was a hair, like a, a long woman's hair on the sink. And I was like, and I had, you know, I don't have like, I don't have like groups of people, friends and stuff come over. Like I, you know, Justin's house. I don't have people. I've never been there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and at this point, like, I don't know that last time someone was in my house. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to pro- – in my head, I was like yeah. – Surely not recent enough that it should be on your counter. Well, well, like, I had been in there yet the day before, and there was no hair there. Like, So, in my head, I'm like – By the way, Justin has a hair phobia thing. Well, that so, too. But it's so like if – it, If it was there, he would have noticed it. Absol- well, absolutely. So, like, I was like, where does this come from? <laughs> 
You, you know what I mean? Like, cause it was not there the day before. So then I'm like going through the house. I'm like looking under my stairs, the storage under my stairs. And like, I'm in looking in closets and looking at the attic. Like, oh, I got some weirdo that comes from their attic and comes into my apartment during the day when I'm gone. And you know, <laughs> sits on my couch. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah. But what? But seriously, seriously. where they come from? Yeah, might be the same dude turning your alarms off. Dude, like a hippie, long hair. Yeah, long haired hippie. hippie guy. So I don't know. I still don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, my dad yeah. taught me a little trick. You take a when you close your door, you put a little piece of paper in your door, and then if you ever come home, you open the door, but the papers are on the floor. You know, someone has opened that door. The papers there. Door's been shut. So I don't know what's going on, but that was a that was a hair, and 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 it was not there the day before. So I I don't even remember at the time I couldn't remember the last time someone had been over, but it surely wasn't the day before. And I was like, whose hair and where it come from? And I thought maybe just like the air vents or something, but could be it was the breath of something. The breath of something. Not the Holy Spirit, but something. Not the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> something. So, anyways, that was my little story. Right on. So, I had to, you know, do a little spiritual sweep into my house. <laughs> I yeah. had to bust out the oil. The earl. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the chicken earl. Yeah. Going anointing oil. Anointing oil. You know. Same thing. Yeah. But the fresh air books in the culture shop sold out. <laughs> what a segue. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. Nate's good. He keeps us on track. We need you here more often. Uh, yeah, we uh, fresh air books sold out. I guess we sold some shirts and stuff. There's some more shirts. Anybody that's listening, you want some of the shirts that we offer? Uh, go to the Culture Shop Sunday. Yeah, pick you up. That's great. Alone. I've not read that whole book, but I've kind of like read through it a little bit. Great book, the Chris Hodges. It's it's good. Yeah, very good. Yep. And uh, end of the book, he deals with the Holy Spirit. Also deals with talks about. Holy Spirit as well. So, I like using the word Holy Spirit more than Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is a weird term for me. I would concur. I think Holy Ghost is like I remember sitting it. I remember sitting in a church service one time. <clears throat> like we need to get get away from the Holy Spirit and get back to the Holy Ghost. And I was like, I don't know that any of that matters. Yeah, I mean, where did that come from? It has to be a translation thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hmm. My whole thing is like, I think we should get back to Numa in Ruach. If we're gonna, if we're going back, let's go all the way back. Let's well, go original. You, well, now you're just getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, it was like one of those like old school like Pentecostal guys. It was like semantics. Man, I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was uh, it was this whole guy doing a whole message, and it was at like a um. What were them old things called? A camp meeting type. <laughs> what? I just hope you're not going to talk about the guy that pitched his tents. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy was uh, going off this whole, this preacher. And, like, there were people aiming in. But the guy that was, like, duetting the TikTok was like, this is not... There's nothing in this message that is, like, biblical. This is just a guy's opinion. Ranting about what? Right. This is his opinion. There's nothing scriptural. But he was talking about how, um, you know, facial hair on men, you know, is, like, 
it's compromise. You know, he's talking about there's more, you know, people in pulpits now with facial hair and beards than there are in the prisons or something. And he's like, that's not uh, holy ghost. He's like, that's compromise. And everybody's and so it's like, have you seen people in the Middle East? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I yeah. I don't know that Jesus looked like Gandalf or whatever with a long beard, but surely there was facial hair. <laughs> they didn't have barbers with straight razors every day. No, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, no. this was just, it was utter nonsense. And it's just so funny how Christians, especially some of that older stuff, Christians. it's like the same guy that, and he, you know, will tell women that if they're not in a skirt that, you know, they're compromised. It was like the same guy that uh, had been yeah, in some yeah, It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just talking opinion now. That's what you, yeah. no one cares about what you think. Like cite it. That's as simple. Book chapter and verse. Cite what you're Let's saying. Go. Find a, in fact, you know, you go to the old Testament and more than one place where it talks about like putting a razor to your hair. And like, if you, not that I, not that I think that's a good place to go for that kind of citation necessarily, but those those type of guys will use the Old Testament against stuff we do now. You yeah. Know? But even in that, you can actually find the opposite of what I think he's saying in the rant. It's just like, yeah. just cite your work, bro. It's like you're Dude. preaching. You're a preacher. You should be talking about Jesus, but you're talking about people with beards. It's like, Dude. so if everyone goes and shaves and comes back, the church is more healthy and holy. Like I don't. What is you? What are you implying? People are. I tell you what. Pastor's hermeneutics, dog trash lately. Right, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> Not all pastors, for the record, but just some. some... Y'all talking about a specific video. <laughs> I'm just talking in general. The more I'm on Instagram and I see people talking, like pastors preaching, I'm like. The hard oh part with some gosh, of that is, you know, bro, you're watching like a 30 absolutely second. Absolutely terrible. You're watching a 30 second clip. That's kind of the, the flip side, too, but I don't disagree that. It seems like a lot of times what you have is that's why I still love like the Matt Chandlers. I mean, you because some of these you take uh, someone who wants to they have a talk to give, a speech, and they pick a little verse to tie it to. Yeah, and it's just like it's just not what it's saying. Like there's this guy on I don't know if I want to go there, but there was another video on TikTok. But the guy was saying this is if you want to know how not to read the Bible, and the guy was a progressive type pastor. Real open, real liberal. Who I think that way. Oh, oh wait, real. Oh, okay, real liberal. Got it. Okay, different than what I was. Thinking. The guy's talking about. He says in his video that Jesus actually helped someone come out, and then he quotes the Lazarus where Jesus, you know, and it's it made a whole thing. And this is how the guy. The oh guy was gosh. like, "Okay, this is not how you read the Bible." I, and the guy was like, "I'm not. I'm not talking negatively against." Like said person. the guy or even the, yeah. the issue of homosexuality and, and you know, that whatever he's like, but that's not what this story is talking about at all. At all. You know, not even remotely close, but yeah. the guy is using it to make his argument. And it's just like, that's just so one dangerous one intellectually lazy, <clears throat> theologically lazy. Like yeah, you got no business communicating. That is not what that story is talking about. You know, so it's just that that's just crazy to me. I agree. Regardless of the issue, just that's the right, right. the issue that guy was talking about. But it was just like, man, the other guy was like, that's he was talking about, you know, exegesis and hermeneutics and you know how important that stuff is. You know, it's I like, concur. and that's why the one of the best things that and it was recently within the last year that you know Matt Chandler 
had said, I think it was during the Revelation series that we did the one here, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. did the group. But you know, so much of the Bible, especially the Old Testament, as a believer, like the, you know, it's for us, but it wasn't to us. You know, to put it into context is so helpful. And it can't mean for us what it didn't mean for them. It can't mean for us what it didn't mean for them. That's the biggest one, especially if Revelation. That's for the Book of Revelation. Like when he, if you want to the. If you want to learn about the book Revelation, go to YouTube, The Village Church Revelation Series. By Matt Chandler. Incredible. Yep. Yep. But, but again, and it's like, man, when you say that, it's like you almost think you know that till you hear it. It's like anybody who's ever preached the end times and the locusts being, you know, Apache helicopters or something, it's like, no, it's just that it can't mean that to us if it did not mean that to them. And it did not mean that to them because John was writing – to a very specific group of people in, the, in that, you know, and it's like they didn't, wouldn't have known what that is. It's not what he's talking about. And it's like, wow, that's powerful. Now apply that to everything else. So the Bible, you know, general. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and it does like, you know, when Paul wrote Corinthians, he's writing to the Corinthians, you know, not to Justin in 2022. Right. Doesn't mean it doesn't apply. No, it applies. It's for me. It's for you. But it was not, not to, to me. You. Yeah. And that's important. So anyways, that's all well, I have to say. I've said a lot today. We got to deal with some rants today. We've had... I like a good rant. We should... Justin's weekly rant. John want, needs to create some graphics or something to have on the... If you want me to rant about more show. stuff, just drop it in the... <laughs> send us an email or something. All right, guys. Well, Justin, if this podcast made someone think to themselves, I've got to find more of this. I know uh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Where can they go to get it? Transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Transformation Pensacola. That's right. And make sure you like, subscribe, all the share, you know, those things you got to do in all those platforms. Do the stuff. Yep. Uh, Nate, good to have you. What are you Thanks wearing? Thanks for having me. Portland looks, Portland Trail looks like an old shirt. It is. Well, oh. it's like an old, it's old and it's supposed to design. look like it's yes, an old vintage. Yes, it's speak. supposed to look yeah. vintage. Yeah, yeah, cool. Bob from Top Gun Maverick yeah. was on the podcast today, so it's good to have him. You haven't seen the movie yet. You don't get it. I but. saw him last week. Oh, then he you do it. Oh, he says I don't really look like him. No, I did not say that. I said when you pull up a picture, yes, you look like him. But in the movie, when they showed Bob, I did not think, oh, that guy looks like Nate. I did not think that. I. The on my Instagram story, I think I had like twenty five people hit me up, be like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, oh yeah, my absolutely. gosh!" Like that. Yeah, the one where you're people, showing it. I had people taking a picture of the movie theater screen and texting him it, texting it to me and said, "Oh my god, it's Nate Pope George." Yeah, I did not think that. that but that, that, I mean, you do look like the guy. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, the nerd of the of the group, so which he's the exact opposite of. His personality was like very reserved. Yeah, he's very and, introverted, and, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is not me. Not, not but he is the nerd of the group. Yeah, but I'm I'm yeah. not a. But nothing wrong with being a nerd. That's that, <laughs> yeah, nerds that's are not great. That's not you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They even try to put you in a nerd position in the navy, and it. Yeah. You wouldn't a fighter pilot, that's for sure. Oh, that's why I wanted to join the navy as a, a pilot. But what happened? My eyesight wasn't good enough. To uh, which I thought that was interesting pilot. that he had glasses in the movie, but he was a pilot. I know yeah, that's that, that can't correlate. Uh, no. I thought that too when I saw that. I was like, that yeah. can't. Really? Could you get LASIK and be a pilot? Yes, but yeah. after you're in. Um, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. got to be able to pass whatever their vision tests are. Yep. 
All right, guys. I think it would be fun to be a fighter pilot. Absolutely. Seeing those movies made me remember on why I joined the military. Top Gun was really good. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. I saw someone post something, and I was like, you know what? That's very true. They were on Facebook. Someone posted it. It was like, why Top Gun was a great movie. It was like, they were talking about how it was like, it didn't have an agenda. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I really, like, they didn't even, they didn't really even name the, they did, but they didn't, like, the enemy, even in the movie. Like, they didn't keep bringing up, like, those, like, they weren't trying to create, like, a stigma of these people. Not only that. Whatever, it was just like, it was just a good movie. There was not a whole lot of, like, bad language, right? No, No, there wasn't. I think there was one F word. Maybe. One or two F bombs, which is I mean, you're doing good in a movie. For these a military days. movie, that's yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah. But I mean, there was some language, but not like, you know, so, which, which I, my, I mean, my favorite thing was it stood on its own. If you'd never seen the first one, you still would have liked this one. Yep. Because there was enough, there was enough to tell you what was going on in the new one, dude. Miles but, Teller. But the the nostalgia from the old one that they weaved in, without yep. it being silly or too much or like goofy or whatever yeah. it was just good it was really good when i even yeah i even thought like the fact that you know we're 31 years later ish it was from the first movie like 31 years later more than that it was 86, 86 so well, i was 85 and i'm 36 35 years yeah 30 35 years so um but like i thought what was really cool about that is 35 years later Tom Cruise is still dealing with the pain of the past. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, when yeah. he's had that conversation with Val Kilmer, he's like, it's time to let go. And he's like, I don't know how. And it's like, wow, man, you know, it's been 35 years. He's in his, obviously in his late 50s in the movie. Like, and he's still dealing, grieving this whole thing that he had gotten into, like, you know, with Goose and all that stuff. I was like, wow, man, that's really, really powerful. Because um, I think people can resonate with that. Where it's like, man, I don't know. I, I'm still dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. Yeah, but. and he didn't want to tell him because he didn't want him to hate his mom uh, for taking out his papers. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, it was yeah, good. I, just, I, just, I, I thought it was just like, I, w- I was reading that post. And it was like, it, like, it was, it didn't have an agenda. It wasn't trying to force anything on you, like, to make you think differently about the military or particular people group or women or men or what, like, it did, yeah. just didn't have that agenda. It was like it was just like a good movie about these people, and I was like, "Dude, yes, that was was really good." You it know, was. I mean? on either side, you know, left or right, like you know, I mean, it wasn't trying to force you to think this politically on either side. It was yeah. just just a good movie, man. I love that they used almost the exact same soundtrack. Thought that was really good. Oh yeah, definitely. I hate that they ended the movie with Lady Gaga, but whatever. Um, that was the only yeah. that was the only call they made that I was like, "How did you not end this movie with Danger Zone?" Like, I don't understand, or something by Kenny Loggins, whatever. Good, it was good music. Y'all should have saw an IMAX. I'm telling you, I I would have loved to. Surely it's going to come back around. It really I hope so. They should bring the duo of movies every July Fourth weekend. They should like bring them back to the theater. That'd be that pretty would be cool. Sick. So good. Anyways, let's go. Yeah. I can play that. I learned that in first grade on the keys. Oh, that makes total sense. Knowing you, that Why? makes total sense. Why? Because that's just like your era of music. We learned it as kids uh, on keys in like first grade with numbers. 
one, two, three, four, five. It's like one, five, five, four, three, four, three, two, two, one, two, three, two, three, four, three, one, three, four. <laughs> you still remember that? I do, just like That's that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. My memory does like some things. I'm just. I when I stick. when when people ask me to talk about different states, I still use the song from fifth grade. Oh, absolutely. What do you mean like different states? Alabama, Alaska, okay, Arizona, Arizona, Arkansas, Arkansas California, Colorado. I never learned that. Delaware, Florida, Georgia. Hawaii, what do you need you know? that to know the state? Like if I like if I'm trying to think of a state and they're like name a state that doesn't have like more than one O in it or something like that. I'm like, like I just start going through that list in my head of that song. I think we need to redo the states. <laughs> That's a talk for another time. <laughs> Like why do we that's need next week's rant? Why do we need next two, week's rant? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we need two tuned. Dakotas? <laughs> get, get a little two uh, Carolinas, two Dakotas, <laughs> two Virginia, two Virginia. Little West ain't a normal. Come on, yeah. just be Virginia. Little yeah. breadcrumb for next week. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Josh wanted to give you send off, and then we jump back into whatever we were talking about. Yeah, so, oh, uh, we're talking about Nate looking like Bob, and then it sent us on a trail. Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. So we'll catch you guys next week for another week, another sermon, another follow podcast. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at bradlivingston underscore and at justinoswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.